0: Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Charles line. Charles, how are you?
1: I'm good, thank you. How are you, Michael?
0: I am awesome. Really looking forward to this conversation. You do some amazing work in the legal space, so I want to share a little bit about you and this awesome service you provide, and we'll dive right in.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'm Charles Breck, founder and CEO of Legislate. I'm not a lawyer, full disclaimer. But um, in my previous role, I was doing business development, and by the nature of the role, ended up processing contracts, NDAs, sales agreements, proof of concept agreements, and I was frustrated how we always ended up needing to wait on legal to review and accept changes and not necessarily on our side, but more importantly on the client side. And the reason is because legal agreements are complicated. If something's poorly drafted, things can go wrong. So it's really important to have legal input. But I felt that if we made contracts and legal documents machine-readable, then we could model the legal expertise with computers and streamline the contracting experience for business users like myself in a safe, robust, and transparent way, where even if we had a legal team, they could at least keep a close eye on what we're doing and not have to worry too much about um, what we're doing. So that's ultimately what Legislate does. We're just over two years old, and we provide lawyer-approved templates that can be tailored to your specific requirements by answering simple questions. The majority of our users and customers are not lawyers, or they might be small businesses that might have a general counsel, but the end user is typically not a lawyer. Um, But that being said, we do have uh, lawyers who use us because it's just a really easy way to create contracts and then track the data in the contracts per signature.
0: And That's the beautiful thing is you have lawyers that are actually using your product, which in many ways, some people could look at what your product does. It's as well, it's taking business away from attorneys. And I always tell there's more than enough business for attorneys. So we don't have to worry about fundraising for poor attorneys. That's not going to happen. There's just because of the legality of the world and a global situation. And the fact that you have these templates that have been vetted and they go through everything, it just makes it easier for businesses. As we were kind of talking about briefly before we started, there's so many entrepreneurs that listen to this show and small business owners that... Have a product or service and it's really good. They're really making an impact, but they never really think about the agreements and all the disclosures and non-disclosure agreements, all the things that we run into time and time again, and you hit it right on the head. Okay, I need to have an attorney look at this. Well, you're gonna wait for a bit, depending on how busy that law firm is, and you know how much you're paying in as far as a retainer, are you a regular client? Are you a brand new one? They don't know you from you know your neighbor. So it's a great, great system to have. And it takes advantage of obviously technology to streamline some things, but again, it makes it easier for people to access the legal services that they need in a very you know quick in, I want to say painless, but definitely a lot less pain than going through, you know, the 5,000 questions an attorney is going to ask because they're going to want to be able to provide you the right amount of legal advice uh, for a contract or an NDA or anything like that. So uh, that's amazing. You've created this product. Thank you. So when you said... You're not an attorney, but you know, this came about and your your own frustration. And that's what I see a lot with entrepreneurs is they create something out of the frustration of something that they need to make things easier on them. And then it turns out, wait a minute, I actually have a a product or a service that is marketable. So when did that come? You know, when did you get that conclusion where it's like, wait a minute, this is something that actually could be really beneficial to people?
1: Yeah. So the The key moment for me was when two big deals that we were working on cleared procurement, cleared legal, but weren't ultimately signed and therefore fell through simply because it had dragged on for so long that buyers got promoted or buyers lost budget or buyers lost interest that quite simply and um, and it happened twice in a space of three months. And I just thought, if I stay around, it's going to happen a third time and I don't want to you know, waste all that lost energy again. So that was really the moment. And um, I'd say right now, the types of contracts that we're focusing on are more of the internal agreements. So employment, employment-related policies. We do also have contracts in property, so uh, typically tenancy agreements. And... Um, and, and so those agreements where maybe you might involve a lawyer at the beginning, um, less so, you know, at, uh, as you're creating them or as you're amending them, uh, but, but this has been a great way for us to kind of develop the technology, prove the user experience works and is intuitive and, um, and that there is demand. And then as we kind of build up our client base, reputation, and also contract library, then we, we definitely have the ambition to go after some of those uh, meatier MSAs and and big agreements where small businesses do tend to fall, um, either because they just can't clear procurement because it's just too expensive and too slow. Or if they clear procurement, it's because they've signed up to some ridiculous terms that can ultimately sink their business when something goes wrong with the contract.
0: And that's the devil's in the details. And it could be a single word or A sentence that could completely change the dynamic of an agreement and could really put entrepreneurs in really challenging times if something happens that they just kind of gloss over. And the fact, and you mentioned it too, I was going to ask you this question as well, is because of your clients that are using this, that naturally starts building up your contract inventory and templates and things like that. So as time has gone on and you've been in this for a few years now, all of a sudden that that database of agreements and templates and contracts gets more robust so you know small businesses and entrepreneurs and solopreneurs can go and say wow, there's just this wealth of agreements here, and they can see it. And and I know this as well. You know, I, I've you know I have a, a lot of colleagues that are in the legal business, and you know, there's services like yours that you know have an inventory of templates. What I find as entrepreneur is I'll skim all the templates, and then all of a sudden a light bulb goes off, and, and I go, "Oh, I should have one of those for this situation." So the beautiful thing about your platform is, people can go in and they think, okay, I need an NDA. But if they're looking through the templates, they may go, you know what? Actually, I need this as well. I didn't even think about that. So by utilizing your services, it's actually strengthening the legal position of an organization to make sure that they've got you know, all the right agreements for their business, you know, not just now, but down the road.
1: Exactly. And, and I think where we want to go further is... Yes, you know we have all the contracts that you need to run your business, and um, maybe you know even become that legal operating system of your business. But the next step for us is, as we are gathering data in terms of what should be in the contract, whether you know it's a confidentiality term of three years, ten years, five years. Most first-time entrepreneurs and most small business owners who if they're creating a contract for the first time or if they've only created contracts with a specific subset of companies, they won't know what market standard is. An NDA confidentiality term of 10 years is perfectly reasonable in pharma, but in SaaS would be thrown out of the window straight away. And as we're collecting data on what actually is in the contracts, we want to be able to aggregate, obviously anonymize but present that data back to the users so that if they are creating a contract for the first time, they can know what standard based on their situation.
0: And I love that it's you know industry specific as well. Like you said, you know there's this industry where it makes a lot of sense, but software as a service completely different ball of wax because all it's there's all kinds of nuances of what that software is doing, protecting both the. You know, the, the creator of the software as well as the client and everything in between. So it's like, okay, I need a an NDA between two parties. Okay. What's the agreement cover? That's going to have some stipulations in it on what that NDA should say. You know, could, we're not going to put it on a post-it note and say, okay, I promise I won't disclose that we're working on this project. Okay, great. But there's got to be a little bit more to that because if it's not covered that creates potential for confusion, doubt in a legal matter. They're like, hmm, what was the, you you know, how are we interpreting this? If there's something not there, it's very difficult to interpret what is the position on it because, you know, both parties could be in complete disagreement on, well, we thought it was going to be this. So again, not only do you have these templates and all that, you're getting the industry specific and, those types of things make a huge huge difference because every entrepreneur depending on what type of business they have is important if they're a small dentist office okay there's going to be medical and all that kind of stuff or employment contracts and whatnot if it's a consulting organization again different types of agreements may have the same type of agreement an nda consulting agreement you know client agreement whatever the case may be but the details I mean, that's going to be really important. And the fact, again, that you're building up this reservoir of a variety of different templates across a variety of different sectors across the world, you know, it really makes it really, really beneficial for customers to utilize your platform.
1: Yeah, well, that's what we're trying to do.
0: So where do you, I know you've alluded to it a couple of times, where do you see the organization in the next few years? I mean, I know you're looking to go bigger, you're getting you know the templates built up and all of that, but is there a certain target or certain goals you'd like to hit over the next couple of years? Pandemic, you know, exclusive, of course, you know, sometimes uh, with pandemics and everything, the world and supply chain and wars and inflation and all that, it can throw things for a loop, but I'm just curious as to, you know, where you see things going in the next couple of years for you.
1: Yeah. So growing our template library so that we can cover more industries, more use cases is definitely part of the roadmap and the plan. Part of that growth is also around jurisdictions. Right now, what our focus is mainly the UK, but we want to go to the US, um, you know, relatively soon. But I'd see where we where we want to go in terms of growth is beyond the template. And as I alluded to earlier, around the data. On the one hand, it's collecting that data so that we can present those statistics back to the users, so that when they are creating. contract for the first time they know what they should what the market standard is for their contract and their situation but if you have access to the data in a contract then it's also about well what can you do with that data so right now companies that use legislate they know exactly what's in their contracts they can answer questions like how many of my software developers that have been with me for over two years are still on a 30-day notice period or you know, what are their restrictions? Because if a contract isn't updated and an employee gets promoted and becomes senior, then you know, there there often is a discrepancy between their job title, their responsibilities, and actually what's in their employment contract. So, so we provide that full visibility. But where we want to go next is, and we've already started to do it by creating an API version of our software platform, it's embedding ourselves in workflows so that we can automate or streamline workflows that involve contracts. So obviously hiring an employee requires an employment contract, but then you need to set up payroll. You need to set up pensions. You need to maybe set up insurance, benefits, anything that's described in a contract right now currently requires someone to manually set those systems up. And there is no communication between the contract and those systems, which means that it creates friction. It costs costs money. And more importantly, leads to mistakes. You know, there's—I I don't know what the statistics are. Um, we should probably do a survey, but or run some form of experiment. But asking humans to, you know, copy information from a PDF to a spreadsheet um, is is not the easiest thing to do. So, what we want to do is enable anyone who's creating a contract on Legislate to enable those services. From Legislate by simply clicking on a button, because we have access to that data, and we via APIs could you know do that in a very seamless way. Um, and then we're also embedding ourselves into third-party software platforms because we want to be where our users are. Meaning, if they're already using an HR platform, maybe they not they're not quite ready to use Legislate, but maybe that HR platform should use legislate to offer legislate to their users so that they get that level of quality of contracts and, and data. So we, we, those are the two areas where we, we plan to grow. And, um, you know, obviously growing our template library is important, but I feel like uh, those two routes are where we'll see the most growth and, and what I'm most excited about.
0: Yes, the integration or you know, using APIs or some type of connection with various other software platforms is really good because those organizations, especially if it's HR, you know the fact that they wouldn't necessarily have to leave their HRM software to go load up your system where it's you know there's a connection right into it where you can say, okay, I need you just hired a new employee, I need to download the new hire contract template for this division, which they already have in the system, it pre-populates it, send it, you know, electric signature, everything's done. It it just, it makes onboarding so much easier because that's, you know, one of the torturous things about hiring new people is the onboarding, make sure you get all the paperwork, depending on, you know, the jurisdiction you're in is, you know, varying degrees of what it is. But the fact that, utilizing technology where they can have that stuff signed here click here do this do this it just makes it so much easier better experience for the hr team and for the employee where they can spend more time talking about the environment of the organization what we do here what it's like you know the code to the washroom whatever whatever the case may be it just makes it easier and you're spending more time on that instead of you know, spending half your life filling out onboarding forms to hire new people. So, now that's a, that's a great plan. And again, by you know, partnering up with those organizations, that's naturally going to get you more you know more contracts to review and and build up your database as well. Because you know they've got you know HR, especially you know from a global standpoint. You know, definitely in the UK, but even in the US, you know, there's 50 different flavors of some kind of forms. So, uh, not not advice, a suggestion, and you may already be thinking about this. States like California and New York tend to be very, very legally um, filled with all kinds of agreements, documents, rules, regulations, laws, things like that, so you start with those two states that will help you navigate the other 48 because they tend to be, you know, two of the extremes as far as contracts and agreements and, and things like that. There's a, just a suggestion from my observation and working in the U S as long as I have.
1: That's a, a great strategy. And I think navigating the U S market, obviously from a greater market perspective um, is, is going to be interesting. But I think especially on the, you know, state laws, and as you said, there are 50. Um, so how do you do that in a scalable way, which is cost-effective is something that we will need to work out. But I feel like there are lots of, um, you know, businesses that offer, I wouldn't say the same service as us, but we're definitely not the first legal company to offer templates, um, even if, you know, templates is just part of our solution or just a you know, the the entry point of the solution. Um, so if those businesses have done it before, then um, we'll we'll definitely be able to do the same. That's great.
0: So Charles, I've loved this conversation. Where can people find out more about you, this amazing product and everything you're
1: doing? Yeah. So the best place is probably our website um, by searching Legislate or by going to legislate.tech, then they'll find us. Otherwise, LinkedIn, social media, and, uh, and more recently, uh, TikTok, uh, where we tend to post our news. That's awesome. And
0: I'll definitely have that information on in the show notes. So Charles, again, thank you so much. Congratulations on the success so far. And I know you guys are going to be doing great things over the years to come. So thank you again for being on the show.
1: And thank you for having me, Michael.
0: Thanks for listening to The, the Breakfast, Breakfast Leadership, Leadership show, show, part of The Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your
1: business and your life.